Hi, this is Doug Beecham. Thank you for joining me today on this podcast. We've been talking about the content of preaching for the last uh, uh, free uh, podcast. And thank you for taking time to listen to them. If you've missed any of them, I encourage you to go back and pick up on them. They're a little over nine minutes in length and they will, they provide a framework for some thoughts I have as uh, particularly once we start talking about preaching in a more personal sense. Uh, preaching begins with a call, a call to respond to what we've heard. The Apostle Paul in Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. That's an important passage for us because it means that something's got to be said or read to be heard. Uh, preaching, when you, when you and I, those of us who are called to regularly preach, when we preach, we are announcing something out of God's Word. And, and it is that Word that has just a dynamic of life to it because it's, it's God-breathed, it's inspired. That word that we preach, whether it's from the Hebrew Scriptures or whether it's from the New Testament Scriptures, we, we preach that word. And that word, as it is heard, Paul says that word elicits faith. It brings about faith. Something rises up in the, in the part of that person who is listening. In a sense, you and I don't have a lot of control over that. I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to yell for that. Uh, I, I might have a very monotone voice when I'm preaching, but when they hear the word, the Holy Spirit comes and he does something that only he can do. You know, there are times, those of you that have heard me preach, I will often, after reading the text and praying in that prayer, I consciously ask the Holy Spirit to do something. I'll use a phrase something like this, that the Holy Spirit will take my feeble effort to communicate. Because I, I, I want to say to you, I don't say that phrase with some kind of you know, false humility. I really do believe that. I think for all of us, at best, it's a feeble effort to communicate. Um, miscommunication happens all the time. And, and, and I, I, it happens in emails. It happens in personal conversation. It, it, it's, it, to communicate effectively is very difficult. And I always feel when I'm preaching that it's a feeble effort on my part, but I have great confidence in God's part in the work of the Holy Spirit because I ask in that prayer for the Holy Spirit to take my feeble effort and to do something that only He can do. And that is that, that he, he brings the Word of God and brings faith and transformation into the heart, into the soul, into the will, into the mind of, of those people that are listening and actually do that to me as I'm preaching, that God do something in me as I preach. So I bring all of that to you uh, because, uh, because preaching begins with a call, and it's a call, a call to us to announce something. Now, most many Christians are not called to the what I call the vocation of, of, of full-time ministry or public ministry in whatever form it is. We're not called, most are not called to, to what we would define as preaching. But every Christian is called 
to be a minister. I remember seeing a sign somewhere uh, on a church sign that that's, gave the name of the man who was serving the church, and it put next to him, uh, put next to his name something like pastor or or lead pastor. Underneath it had ministers colon every member of this church, which was exactly correct the way it should be. Every follower of Jesus is a minister. It's called to minister in our own lives, in our homes, in our jobs, everything we do, everywhere we are. We are called to to either verbally and in our attitudes and our actions to people, we are to declare to them, this is who we are as representatives of a different kingdom. We are witnesses. We, we witness to the truth that's found in the Word of God by the way we live. Sometimes that can be very challenging and it, it's, it requires great patience. It requires great grace for God to do that in our lives. Jesus tells us to love our enemies. Um, when an enemy comes against us, we want to fight. Jesus tells us, love that enemy. The New Testament calls us to bless those who curse us. Somebody curses me, somebody treats me wrongly, my initial reaction is to turn about as fair play. But I have to ask the Holy Spirit to help me to remember I'm not called to curse them. I'm actually not called to treat them the way they've treated me. I'm actually, in a sense, not even called to defend myself. I'm called to bless them. That's, that's a form of, if you please, preaching through our emotions, through our response with people, but announces there's a different way to live. Uh, I'm not responsible for how they respond to me. I am responsible for how I respond to God's word and God's truth and how I how I respond to the Holy Spirit urging me, prompting me to live a life that brings glory to the name of Jesus. Well, all of this in a sense now for you and me as preachers, there's a sense in which preaching is very, very personal. I remember the very first sermon uh, that I was called to preach. I taught Sunday school before as a, as a young man and had given little devotionals. But my very first sermon was on April the 7th, 1968, which was Palm Sunday. And it was a, at a Pentecostal Holiness Church in Columbia, South Carolina. It was, it was then, it was called the Park Street Church. And that congregation has now moved to a different area and taken on a new name. But I, I remember uh, being scared to death. I'd never stood in front of a congregation on a Sunday morning and preached a sermon. Well, was I nervous? Well, you better believe it. I knew it was Palm Sunday. So I had enough sense to know, okay, I need to go to the Gospels and I need to read the accounts of Jesus coming into Jerusalem, the so-called triumphal entry. And somehow I need to talk about that. And uh, I had never really preached before. I'd never really prepared a sermon before. And I, I really didn't even know I was gonna do this until either the Friday night before or that Saturday. 
So, yes, I was a nervous wreck. Uh, I I didn't, I, I really struggled over it. I thought, how do I get out of this? This is one of those moments where you find yourself praying, uh, come quickly, Lord Jesus, rescue me, get me out of this situation I'm in. And, oh, God, have mercy on these poor people who've got to listen to me tomorrow morning. I, I remember thinking to myself, uh, I was afraid that I'd only speak for about five or ten minutes, and then I'd run out of anything to say and sit down embarrassed. And and I don't know how long I preached. I hope I didn't preach a long time. I don't have a clue what I said other than it had something to do with Palm Sunday. But I'd, I'd as life has gone on, I've understood something, that if I had preached about ten minutes and sat down, I realize now those people probably would have invited me back every Sunday and might have even asked me to be their pastor so they could get out a lot quicker. And uh, I learned something about that as I look over it. I, I learned that that each of us has has to find our own voice. We have to come to finding our own sense of identity, our own sense of being comfortable in who we are and how God is working with us. Well, the next podcast, I'm gonna talk some more directly about how do we hear God's call? And in the next few podcasts about how do we continue to to find our own voice and and be, be the people that bring this convergence of authenticity with who we are, with what God does by His Holy Spirit in in, in how we minister to people. Thanks so much for listening. Look forward to talking to you in the next one. Bye-bye.